What's going on? It's the Kramer Show. This uh, this show being brought to you by TheEnclosed.com. I know it sounds perverted, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I don't think there's anything that turns me on more than a good pair of panties. There's, I mean, it is the epitome of sensuality to me. I love the thought of a woman in a really nice pair of panties. I mean, what guy doesn't? Go to TheEnclosed.com. Browse around, look at the uh, the underwear, and here's what you do. You can choose one month, three months, six months, nine months, or 12 months, and they deliver your woman a pair of panties and a black box with rose petals inside. And every month it's a different type of panty. Like one month it may be like a, you know, a teaback. One month it might be a boy cut, whatever. One month it might be from Belgium. One month it may be from France. The next from America. High-end, luxurious lingerie. In a little bit, I'm going to tell you how you can save $25 off your order at theenclosed.com. So keep it on, brothers and sisters. All right, everybody. It's time to kick this pig. Leave him squealing from the feeling. Squeaking from the freaking. Boinking from the boinking. Real, raw, radio. This is The Cream Show. All right, welcome into the show. Um, We have a big one today. Uh, In fact, we've been doing this show since February. And uh, I got to say, I think probably today's show is going to be the biggest show we've done thus far. Uh, let me explain. Um, there, there have been, there's been a lot of uh, hubbub in the news and in social media recently about the gorilla that was shot in the Cincinnati Zoo because a four-year-old climbed over the enclosure and dropped down inside, and uh, the gorilla picked the baby up and was you know walking around with him. And so instead of using a tranquilizer dart, which a lot of people think they should have used, um, they shot the gorilla uh, with a bullet lethal shot and took him out. The baby's alive today, but there's been so many um, uh, eruptions online. There's been a petition um, to charge the parents with neglect, uh, charge them with criminal, you know, all this stuff. Um, so today I have a, a guest in the zoo or, or a guest in the studio, pardon the pun, um, from the Toledo Zoo. Uh, we have Mandika in the studio today. Mandika uh, is part of the zoo of Cincinnati. He is a gorilla. Um, he is uh, his parents are from the Republic of Congo. And he is a, a massive being uh and he is uh, sitting across from me now and we're going to be talking about i gotta tell you uh mandika first of all thank you so much for being here on the show today yes thank you for having me kramer this is probably one of the uh, strangest interviews i've ever done but at the same time one of the most interesting <laughs> thanks uh mandika I, I have to tell you uh i'm fascinated by your just your physical presence let me i want to get a couple of things out of the way here um sure are gorillas violent creatures? That's a very good question, Kramer. Uh, we are wild animals, uh, so 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, a lot of times we fuck shit up. Absolutely. A lot of times you fuck shit up. Wow. So yeah, fuck shit up. It, had you been in the pit when the the baby had fallen in there, what what would you have done? Oh, I really wish that had been me. Really, what would you have done? I, I would have ran back and forth and back and forth. I would have taken some selfies with some of the people that were at the zoo. And then I would have taken a gigantic shit. <laughs> a big, shit? massive shit right there in front of everybody. That'd get, that'd get a lot of YouTube hits. YouTube hits, wow. And then I'd probably uh, rub the shit all over the kid, you know? Uh, sit him down in the shit. And uh, then I probably would have ate him. We are talking to Mandika. Mandika is uh, one of the gorillas who uh, still is at the Cincinnati Zoo. Uh, and he's taking some time out to come by and do an interview on the Kramer Show podcast. Uh, and so you would rub shit on the kid? Uh, yes. We are wild animals. And that's one of the things that we do. We uh, piss and shit all over the place. And we kill stuff. So... That shouldn't be a big shocker. Yeah, but although you're a gorilla, don't you have some kind of sympathy for the parents? That was their little that was their little child, and you would you would take a shit all over it, and then you would eat it. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know how to be any more clear, but we are wild animals. I, I weigh four hundred and fifty pounds, and I don't care about your little human being agenda i don't care about your emotions that you have with your family with your siblings with your offspring uh i weigh 450 pounds basically what i do is i walk around i hit my chest uh, i like to get into fights i shit on things and i eat things yeah well if you don't mind me saying so you're kind of an asshole I mean, just because you're a gorilla doesn't mean that you shouldn't have some kind of sympathy for parents that have kids that fall over the ledge. They're there to watch you at the zoo, and, you know, you want to fucking, you know, poop on them and, and piss on them and eat them. At least I'm a gorilla. There's a reason I'm 450 pounds. What about you? Oh, well, hey, uh, I shit indoors. Your people pay to come see me take a piss. I don't have to shave my nipples hourly. My children? can climb four feet and not have to worry about falling. I can masturbate and don't have to worry about a crowd applauding. Two words. Donald Trump. Fuck you, Mondika. <laughs> Fuck that. That's that's over the line. That's bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out of my studio, asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Kramer Show. When people are dumbasses, we're there. We're there. Medical. Hi, uh, where can I get some marijuana? Excuse me? Where can I buy some marijuana this morning? I, do you realize that you called the police department? No, I didn't. That's very interesting. Well, let me ask you the same question. It's a legitimate question. Which question is that? Where can I buy some marijuana this morning? I would have no idea, sir. You would have no idea? All right, thank you. You're welcome. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. 
I'm always amazed at stories that are really large that are not brought into uh, the public. Uh, in fact, you know, let me, I want to read you uh, something. And this is, this is something that I wrote on my website, creamershow.net. I wrote this on, uh, on the um, site yesterday. And it's nothing really extravagant, but here's what I wrote. Do you get angry that people aren't having real political discussions? Are you upset that people seem to connect with Donald Trump? I mean, do you see the connection and then think to yourself, how is this guy doing that? Go around and ask people today a few questions. Here's a couple of samples. Number one, who is the mayor of our city? Number two, can you even can you get within ten trillion dollars of our debt as a country? Can you just get guess within ten trillion dollars of how much money America owes? Number three, where does the UN meet? Number four, how many congress congressmen do we have? Number five. Name the gorilla that was killed at the zoo. I will guarantee you that most people will not get the first four, but the last one they will nail. You see, we are not living in a world where our leaders are are, are, are letting us down. Our leaders aren't the ones. We're letting ourselves down. We live in a reality TV era where no one has the brain power to talk about real issues, but they sure think they have the brain power to figure out what should have or what should not have happened at that fucking zoo. Now, I say that because I see all these other important issues and happenings in the world and in our country, and we're not consumed with that. We're not consumed with what's happening with illegal immigration. We're not consumed at what's happening with social security. We're not consumed with important issues. We're not trying to learn more about them. We're not trying to progress. We are devolving into this society that wants to, you know, I I watched a TV show with my wife the other day and it had me want to fucking put my head through a wall. It was, um, the real housewives of Dallas and I'm sitting there like, wow, these are 40 and 50-year-old women that are literally, and I mean, I'm, and, I, I, and this is a correct time to use the word literally, they were literally talking to each other as if they were like 12 or 13 years old. And, I, and, and it wasn't even comical. It was, it was so irritating. It was just like, wow. You fucking moronic bitches are walking around talking about the dumbest shit. And I mean, look, I don't I don't expect that everybody in our country sits around all day on a daily basis and talks about the intricacies of political stuff. That's not what I'm saying. And I and that's to suggest that would be absolutely ludicrous. What I am saying is that you would think at some point the majority of the people in the country would have a real conversation, a real adult conversation about some of the real issues that are going on. 
You know, and I and I hate to give Donald Trump any kind of fucking credit, but at least Donald Trump has brought up, you know, and made light and brought light to the illegal immigration problem that is going on in our country. Now, and if you're listening to this and you're saying, "Well, illegal immigration, what? That's bullshit. We shouldn't have borders." Well, you know what? Fuck off. We do have borders. It's not a matter of whether we should or shouldn't. It's not a matter of whether of whether you think a law uh, is silly or not. It is the law, and we do have borders, and we do have laws against people coming inside our borders. I don't give a shit whether you like it or don't like it. That's the fucking law. Our law says that we don't kill people, and just because you don't like that law doesn't mean you can go out and fucking shoot somebody. So having said that, looking at the latest census uh, uh, out of the Washington Examiner, uh, the latest census information is fucking crazy. Illegal immigration has exploded 57% in less than two years with at least 550,000 new undocumented aliens pouring into America and a trend that's set to continue growing. In an analysis of the numbers, the Center for Immigration Studies found illegal and legal immigration have reached over 1.5 million a year, a new 15-year high, and a 39% increase over 2013. Let me stop there. They have been telling us, and by they, I mean the government, has been telling us for over 20 years that we have 12 million illegal immigrants in this country. Okay? Think about it. For over 20 years, the number when you ask, hey, how many illegal immigrants we got in the country? 12 million. I have been saying this for years. We have at least 20 million illegal immigrants in this country because of this census, because the number is growing and growing. 50% in two years? And they gave the number, 550,000 for for in two years. So if that's the case, then you're talking, what, 10 million added? I'm telling you, we are at a time where, and people say, people ask, well, what is the big problem with illegal immigration? Why is it? Why are you so, is it because you're racist? Is it because that, um, you know, <clears throat> what, what, what are you going to do for your, um, this is my favorite. What, what are we going to do uh, for, for people to pick our uh, our crops and stuff? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. We'll figure it out. I think, I think, I hope that we can figure out how to pick our fruit um, by ourselves without opening up our goddamn borders. Really? That's your argument to illegal immigration. Who's going to pick our shit? Really? Are you that fucked up and that fucking lazy? The amount of money that we're spending on illegal immigration every year from people that are coming into our country and sucking off the titty of our government, the people that are here that are scrounging and getting free health care alone is enough to really take chunks out of our national debt. It, it, it's, it, it is absolutely ludicrous to think, oh, and then so people go, well, hey, what are you going to do, build a wall? What are you going to do? Send them back? Well, yeah. Fuck yeah. Build the wall. 
build the wall to keep the fucking people out, hire the people on the border to keep the people out. And when we do find you and you're illegal, you go right fucking back. You know, I mean, if we start doing that, then we don't have to worry about another flow of people that are coming across the border every fucking year. And yes, it will take money to deport them. Yes, it will take money to build a wall. But over time, I would think we're going to save a lot of money. This is a Kramer Digital Production. Let me tell you about my glorious lovers at theenclosed.com. Guys, you want to do something badass for your woman? You want to look like a rock star? You want to get laid? Let's just break it down. This is so cool. And it beats sending flowers. So I, I, I can't tell you, guys, please stop being cliche and sending your chicks flowers. I mean, I get it. Every now and then it's cool, but I mean, don't make it your staple go-to because um, it just looks uncreative and it's it's like going and picking out a card. I mean, there's no thought that goes into it. So this is cool because she will get off on it and it'll be something that you can enjoy as well. You go to the enclosed.com, pick out a pair of panties. Okay, look at their line. They have so many awesome underwear on this website. And you sign her up, and she'll get a new pair uh, every You can do one month, three months, six months, nine months, or 12 months. And every month, she gets a new pair of panties, and they come in a sleek black box with rose petals. So she opens it up, and out come the rose petals, and out come the pair of panties. And every month, it's a different thing. One month, it might be a boycott from, say, Canada. Uh, the next month, it may be uh, a thong from Belgium. So hit the website. And oh, by the way, don't worry about the size. 95% of the time after they talk to you, they get the size correct. Not a big deal. Go and order. If you use the word Kramer, keyword Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, Kramer, you get $25 off your order. www.theenclosed.com entertaining i have to entertain i have to entertain not boring this is the kramer show all right we're back so they uh they released the official cause of death for prince today it's not really that big of a shocker I did want to hear a little bit of, uh, this was Prince live at Coachella in 2008 doing Radiohead's Creep. Love this. Website's KramerShow.net, by the way. K-R-A-M-E-R-S-H-O-W. KramerShow.net. Take your panties off.
jeans. The motherfucker gonna sing anytime soon. Let's go. We got a show to do, dude. love that so awesome uh that we got that up on the site kramershow.net they uh released why uh prince died it's not really that big of a shocker uh he died of opioid uh overdose um and that was pretty much the conclusion that everybody had drawn anyway and there is a guy uh well there are several guys that uh are in this organization um here locally where i live and it's an organization that helps people with uh heroin addiction any addiction really but most of these guys uh come from having a heroin addiction and sitting down and talking to them i really should have them on my podcast i need gene can you book that in fact let's try to do that at some point next week like on next thursday i would love to have them in here because sitting around talking to them about this as a guy okay i'm a recovering alcoholic i'll always be a recovering alcoholic um and i say that because who knows what will happen in the future uh god help me uh it's the worst thing ever worst thing i've ever gone through uh but so i have questions uh, for guys that are on heroin and and what it's like to be on heroin and i want to know if if it's similar right so i sit down with these guys and i realize that although my addiction was terrible and coming off of it was it nearly killed me it was uh you know i mean i could sit and do a show for three hours on the ups and downs and the craziness but none of it compares to what these people on heroin and opioids what they what they go through i mean you're talking about some really really decent human beings that as soon the 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 first time they try this drug they are addicted to it and they would do anything to get it so trying you know for to get those guys to try to explain to you how good it must feel to do one of these drugs is it, it is it really it blows your mind 
you know, we all think, okay, I'm, I'm, especially when you're younger, you think you're invincible and you're like, okay, well, you know, fuck it. I'll, I'll try a little, I'll try some booze. All right. Imagine the first time you tried booze that you got majorly addicted to it to the point where you got sick. I mean, just think about that. So it's really hard to comprehend. And there are several issues with this that I have in that we live in this day and age where you can go to the doctor and fuck it. They don't care. They'll give you, they'll give you, I, I turned down recently, I turned down medication at my doctor's office. Um, you know, she, they, my doctor always asked me a, a bunch of different questions and she's like, um, are you sexually active still right now? Are you, uh, are you, what are you doing? Do you do you do an exercise? Do you do this, do that? And she asked me, she goes, uh, do you, do you feel, uh, anxious? And I go, yeah, I always, always feel anxious. And so two questions later, she's asking me if, if I want, um, what was it? It, it wasn't Ativan, but it was something like that. It was one of those Xanax or I can't, I can't remember. And I turned it down. I was like, no, I'm fuck. I, I, you know, it's okay to be anxious a little bit every now and then. I'm, I'm all right. I can handle it, <laughs> you know? And I'm like sitting there in the doctor's office like, fuck, no, I don't need any more drugs. I'm, I'm great. Just calm your, you know, cool your roll. They do that, you know, and it's become really accepted for all of us to be walking around on some kind of fucking drug. Now, I know that drugs in certain cases do people a lot, a lot of good. Um, and, I, you know, I, um, I, I forget who said this, uh, but it was uh, a quote recently from a guy, and he's talking about uh, a crab. And he's talking about the outer shell of a crab is bone. And he's like, what ha what happens? It's a hard shell on the outside. It's mushy on the inside. And as the crab grows, it breaks out of this shell and grows another shell around it. So it kind of keeps doing that. And he said, you know, uh, at some point we have to realize that uh, we have to we have to break out of our shell. You know, if if we become so uh, comfortable that every time something bothers us, we start popping pills, then we never really kind of grow. We never really understand, uh, you know, how to deal with anxiety or social issues or pressure or, all, or any of that stuff. And so we've become this, especially in America, this country of pill poppers, um, just because we feel a little uncomfortable. Every time, every fucking thing. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a little anxious. I need a pill. Uh, my knee hurts. I need a pill. I can't sleep right now. I need a pill. I need to smoke some, some pot. I need a pill. I need some opiates. Um, and so there's a couple of contributing factors that go along with particularly opiate uh, problems. And that is there is this greater social acceptability for using medications all around, just like I described. I mean, um, Rush Limbaugh, you know, I mean, uh, the Oxycontins of the world, you know, people do it and it's like, a, it's socially acceptable. It's not like uh, it used to be where, you know, your neighbor was on drugs, everybody on the block would be talking about them. Fuck. Nowadays, you're talking about people that are not on drugs. You know, like, can you fucking believe that guy goes to work every day? He doesn't take pills. It's wild. So then you're getting prescriptions that are written uh, prescriptions that are dispensed, um, they're easier to come by. 
they're they're cheaper and then you have this insanely aggressive marketing uh, campaign by these different pharmaceutical companies who the more pharmaceutical companies that produce these pills the more they give them to doctors the more they sell them to hospitals and the more that they compete with other drugs that you know other drug makers that make the same shit so then their prices go down and they keep going down and they push them down so you know 15 20 years ago you may have been paying like two two dollars and fifty cents for a pill that now you pay maybe ten cents for a pill. Uh, I you know I do uh, take sleeping medication and I've had to for the past eight years. Um, and every time I go and get every time I go and get it, I'm amazed because I pay like a dollar fifty for thirty pills, and I'm like, wow, you know this is a lifesaver to me. And I'm so thankful, and I'm paying, I'm paying like 10, fifteen cents for a, you know, ten cents for a pill. Rock on, you know. But we we've got to get out of that because now people are being prescribed. I've talked about this on the show before, and I'm really into this, and I really think it's a a major epidemic and one that we are overlooking like crazy. <clears throat> um, people are taking pills after pill after pill the doctors are giving them this shit and they're not looking at it i had a buddy of mine who jason who does the show with me occasionally who said that if his pharmacist had not noticed that this pill would react really badly with this pill that he could have died and the doctor is the one the same one who wrote him both prescriptions is that not mind-blowing so, and then you take a look at the numbers and you just take a look at how many people are just really suffering from this shit. And it's, it really is sad. And, and again, heroin is like one of the, I mean, it's, that's probably the worst thing to try to kick. So sad. Gene, I want those guys booked uh, for next Thursday because uh, I really, I'm, uh, it, they're good on regular radio, but like back in our green room, I was talking to them a couple of weeks ago. And when they can actually talk like real guys and just talk about, you know, they don't have to censor themselves and they can they can talk about certain issues that are really seedy and dark within that whole lifestyle. I'm telling you, it, it will be a must listen to podcast. So I want to try to book that for next Thursday, Gene. Make that shit happen, homie. Uh, a couple of other things. I thought this was I thought this was so funny. Um Somebody on Reddit posted a voicemail uh, from their grandmother, and their grandmother had to call and apologize because she ate the last donut, and her voicemail is so funny. He said, this, this is Grandma. It's not an emergency. It's nothing, really, except that uh, I got up to get my watermelon, and the box was there, and I looked to see if there was a donut left, and... I saw that strawberry stuff coming out, and I took that up with my finger, and then I took a corner off, and uh, (laughs) from there I ate the whole thing. So I would advise you, if you want more donuts, you better get some today and keep them in in, uh, your bedroom because I'm not to be trusted with sweets. Okay? (laughs) Sorry about that. I hope you can find some more today. Um, While we're on the drug thing, I read this from the Washington Post today. Um, 
Long-term, long-term marijuana use is not associated with a bunch of physical problems. Uh, this, again, from a new study, <clears throat> researchers um, at the Arizona State University tracked the, the marijuana habits of 1,037 New Zealanders, uh, and they did it from birth to middle age to see what effect those habits have on some common measures of physical health, including lung function, systemic inflammation, uh, cholesterol levels, blood pressure, body weight, blood sugar, and dental health. Now, they followed over a 1,000 people that smoke pot all the time for 35 fucking years. And do you want me to tell you what they found? Nothing except marijuana smokers uh, tend to have more dental problems. That is it. Marijuana users have better overall cardiovascular health. Uh, marijuana users, I'm not making this shit up. It's in the Washington Post. Fuck, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Go read it. They have better cardiovascular health. They have smaller waists. They have less uh, psychosis, psychological problems. Um, they have better um, trig- triglyceride levels. They have better cholesterol levels. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And I'm sitting here like, well, for years, for decades, we've been told that marijuana is terrible for you. It causes lung, it causes lung issues. It causes cancer. It causes this, it causes that. Not only is it not bad for you long term, it's fucking good for you. They say that, you know, you, you they have people that smoke pot all the time. They have leaner figures, smaller waistlines, better blood pressure, the whole nine. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I got off booze and I've been really good. And I've been around people that smoke pot. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a healthier person. Little did I know that, you know, if I'd smoked pot, maybe, maybe I'd even be thinner right now. If I smoked a little weed, I wonder what it is. They don't go into detail about why, but what is it? I have a friend of mine uh, who I've, I've known, God, since we were like 18, 19 years old. And he was always like a fat slob. And he started smoking pot. And, and when he started smoking pot, he just wanted to work out all the time. So now he's skinny as a rail. And I'm like, wow, there's this weird transformation that's happened. What, what is it about smoking reefer that makes people healthier? And why am I not smoking right now? Why do I not have some pot? It says it's also worth pointing out that this particular study looked at the impact of long-term marijuana use on physical health, but not on mental health. Uh, they said, in fact, used his, the same data set to explore questions of mental health effects, um, finding evidence of declining IQ. Now, this was another story that came out, I think, like two, three weeks ago. Uh, and uh, it, it said that there was evidence of a declining IQ. And then there was another sto- story that came out and said uh, that was false. So who knows? I don't know. I thought that was great. Um, did you hear Obama... I'm going to pull this up. Obama was trying to slam the shit out of um, 
uh, Donald Trump yesterday, and he started stuttering. And goddamn, I, I mean, it sounded like a car trying to start in the middle of winter. It was, I, I, it was very odd. It was like he was stroking out. To campaign for Hillary, listen. If we turn against each other based on divisions of race or religion, if we fall for, you know, a, a bunch of... Holy shit. If we fall for, you know, a, a bunch of okey-doke... Just because it, it, you know, it, it, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it sounds funny or the tweets or, or religion. If we fall for, you know, a, a bunch of okie doke. <laughs> Just because it, it you know, it, 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 uh, you know, it, 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 it sounds funny or. All right, all right. Let's let Prince play us out. Hit the site, KramerShow.net, K-R-A-M-E-R, KramerShow.net. And, of course, our sponsor, TheEnclosed.com. of race or religion if we
This is The Kramer Show. 